Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Prayer for a Child, Genesis 25, verses 21 through 22. Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. If it is to be this way, why do I live? So she went to inquire the Lord. For most people, having children is a desire and a goal. This has been true throughout history and in all cultures. For many, the inability to have children causes great disappointment and even shame. The importance of having children may come from the fact that we are made in the image of God. And because He is creative, we desire to create too. The miracles of conception and gestation and birth are the work of God, but the fact that two humans can come together, become one flesh, and create a new being is an ultimate creative act for a human. Likewise, the birth of a child gives a parent someone to love and care for and nurture, just as God created us to have someone to care for and love. We have created a family. We have someone to carry on the family name, and we find fulfillment through nurturing, teaching, and protecting another human life. In the Old Testament, the concept of life after death is not found until the later books. And so the early stories imply that eternal life was found through one's children. It is true that some people are called to be single or choose it for themselves, and through that they fulfill a different role for the world. For example, see 1 Corinthians 7, 1-7, especially verse 7. Paul wrote that singleness is a gift. Some will not be able to give birth, and yet they can adopt the unwanted, or serve others by helping children. The important function of being fruitful and multiplying is fulfilled in many ways apart from having children, though that may be the primary way, as we see in Genesis 1.28 and 9.1. In the ancient world, having children was probably more important than today since they viewed having children as the only way to gain immortality. Note the number of stories in the Bible which contain the theme of the barren woman praying for a child. Just as Abraham and Sarah did not conceive for a long time, so their son Isaac and his wife Rebekah could not conceive. Instead of trying the alternative method of his parents, Isaac turned to prayer. He prayed for his wife. Though he is shamed and disappointed by their lack of success, he seems more concerned for her. He interceded for her, God answered his prayer, and Rebecca becomes pregnant with twins. As her pregnancy progressed, the twins within her womb were quite active. They were struggling with each other, the text tells us. Like her husband, she turns to prayer. She petitions God for an answer to all this activity, and God answers her just as he answered Isaac. Struggling in the womb is a prophetic act, a foreshadowing of the future. The descendants of these two boys will compromise two great nations who will struggle against each other. And we know that this did happen in history. The nations of Israel and Edom have had many conflicts throughout the years. Like many couples, when I was married, my wife and I experienced a time when we were unable to conceive the children we wanted so much. We did what many couples do. We sought the advice of doctors. We tried various medical and popular remedies. But using Isaac and Rebecca as models, we also turned to prayer. It was challenging for us and disappointing because God stayed silent for four long years. Then he blessed us with a wonderful son, 
four years later, without any delay, the blessing of an equally wonderful daughter came to us. During those first four years, we knew that God's answer might be no. Maybe, for whatever reason, God thought it best that we not have children. Or maybe our pain was happening because we live in a fallen world and that can result in difficulties. And, for whatever reason, God chose not to remedy it. Maybe his answer was, you need to adopt because I have children who need parents. Or, you need to live childless because I need some childless parents for some of my work. Those would have been difficult answers for us to hear, yet we knew still that the first step was intercession and petition and waiting on the Lord. In retrospect, it is easy to see how our focus on prayer got us through that time. In the midst of it, we did not always feel faithful. We doubted. We wondered about God. At times we were angry. But in the midst of the difficulties, God does not require that we feel the right way, only that we do what faith requires. Throughout the Bible, believers question God, show anger with God, and show frustration with Him, but they do not give up on talking to Him. And this is the crucial lesson for the practice of prayer. Think of something in your life or the life of someone you know. Is there something you or they desire but do not be able to attain? It does not have to be giving birth. Many other significant things are part of being human. Maybe you're not married but wish to be. Maybe someone is dying and you do not want them to, of course. Write it down in your journal and then offer intercessions and petitions for it. Remind yourself that it is okay to be frustrated with God, even angry, but keep talking to him. Like Isaac and Rebecca, learn to speak your concerns to God. And, like Isaac and Rebecca, allow him to answer as he will in his time. This is a good opportunity to practice the virtue of patience as you wait on the Lord. Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. Learn more about the Praying Through the Bible Project on our website, prayingthroughthebible.com. That's T-H-R-U. If you are a subscriber, thank you. If not, please consider becoming one. Feel free to get in touch through the comments or on our website. Until next time, blessings on all.